switch it up for us or what, bro? Yeah, let's get it. Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, aka J Lada. Sparking convos about shit that matters. You know what it is. Today we in the building with a special guest. And please don't get it twisted. This special episode is on music, but not just music uh, of what genres we like or what type of artists we listen to. Uh, we like to get into depth with music, especially with, uh, with what it means to different ethnicities, especially with our Polynesian people. Uh, so mm. this special guest that we got right now um, hails from many cities in Southern California, from San Diego to Long Beach, mm. uh, Carson, Hub City, Wilmington, shit, you name it. He from there, and he represents that, and we love him for it. Um, yeah, yeah. He's performed in, uh, you know, from the west to the east coast, all over the states, uh, California, Utah, um, where else? Uh, New York, Oregon. Yeah, New York. East Australia, Oregon, oh Australia, damn, and, New Zealand. Oh, so and you, different countries, Australia, so New Zealand. Have, so you don't have to get a passport or two to go perform. For oh, real. Yeah. Oh. He's, uh, he's opened up for, for many Polynesian artists that many Polys actually know, such okay. as Fiji, uh, Jay Book, <clears throat> Tina Marie's out there, Fab, Fabulous, Bobby V, mm. yeah. Lil Wayne, Common Kings, AGT, Akon, Jazzy Faye, uh, Chris Brown. You ever heard of, uh, and then Pisa, DJ Pisa? No. Piece of these nuts. No, <laughs> but <laughs> All right, since this nigga want to start early. I'm just remember kidding. This. No, I'm remember kidding. this. Remember this. Oh, at, the end, at the end of the season this year, oh. I know you got that shit in your window, nigga, but it's going to be on mine soon. Uh, Sagandis, nigga. I feel it. I feel Sagandhi. it. But uh, like I said, very, very special guest, none other. But your boy, David Thomas, thank you for uh, coming on to the show, Dave. Thank you for having yeah. me, man. Shout out to Spark That Talk. My boy, Jay and Jones, man. You guys been doing this, so excited right, for this brother. episode. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I'm glad we're here with you today, bro. You know, it's been a long time coming, but we're here now. So we're going to just hop right into it, bro. Just uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself and... Uh, you got started with the music. You guys pretty much uh, put it out there <laughs> on what I do. Uh, anyways, but uh, my fa where I came from, uh, Wilmington, San Diego, Long Beach. I grew up in these areas. Uh, how I started with music was my pops. Uh, he he took us in. Me and my brother, we would always, you know, harmonize. Mm. Uh, I think I was about eight years old when I started to get in tune with it and and starting to love it. I started to continue it, and I think at around fifteen, I started recording. From there on, I found myself still doing it, man, until this day. Dope, dope, dope. You know, it's dope to hear you start at a young age because I think that's when, uh, like, 15, 16, that's when you start to find either your passion or something that you really want to yeah, pursue in true. life. And music has always been an outlet for most niggas, from, especially where we come from. Yeah. Because I was the one myself producing, making beats, doing stuff like that. So I know all about it, bro. Yeah. That's cool. The very first, I mean, the reason why we actually linked up to have this with Dave was it sparked a, a convo with us at, uh, we was actually about to head out to a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dave brought a, a good question up and, uh, you know, something that we had to all think about. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, Dave, can you kind of elaborate on what that question is and then maybe uh, we can just talk about it? You it's, know? it's kind of a sensitive subject when it comes to uh, this. Uh, it was more so of why do polys... Uh, Polynesians, Tongan Samoans, etc. Why do we stick to reggae? Mm. Why Why do we stick to island reggae? Um, 
why don't we get out of our comfort zone and jump into the mainstream music? And uh, that's why it's so sensitive because, you know, we're, our people are so comfortable with that type of music, that genre. We grew into that. Um, every concert we go to, you see every type of culture there uh, mm. for reggae concerts, but the majority is all polys. Um, I mean, I, well, that's news to me, to be honest. Like when you say they basically perform reggae. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, assume, I wouldn't, <clears throat> when I hear about reggae, I'm thinking more of like from Jamaica and stuff like that. You know exactly. I'm, I'm not really thinking exactly. about Samoans or yeah. Polys, however you want to call and, it, from Hawaii. Whatever. And it's got the, our island you know reggae. I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy because I feel like the ones who sparked that and, and, and made island reggae what it is now, I feel like it's Fiji. J-Bug, you know what I'm saying? Mm, J-Bug really put a stamp on that reggae, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that influenced a lot of our people to continue to do that. And obviously, it's been happening in Hawaii, you know what I'm saying? Everything you listen to in Hawaii, you turn the radio on is what? Island reggae, Mm. you know what I'm saying? So That's that's a good question. I I think because you said J-Bug kind of put a stamp on it or Fiji, I think our people, Polynesian people in particular, are just... How do I say this? Comfortable. They're comfortable. They're complacent with what they're at and just sticking to that because that's all they're striving for. They look up to those. They looking up to those that like already set the platform for us. Mm-hmm. And that's now, island reggae. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, now my question about you yeah. saying that, um, due to the fact that, you know, most things is we follow the people that led before us. So do you think that the culture is scared to move forward and? branch out of this this uh area because like you said they so comfortable they know the fans gonna come out they gonna come support but if they jump into another genre like just say just straight up r&b do you feel like your fans won't follow you or they'll like have something to say about it i think in a, <clears throat> i think at a certain point um like if you look at common kings they started at just island reggae right mm. They branched out, got signed. <clears throat> now they're touring around the world, right? Mm. And they're not just doing reggae. They're they're doing R&B records, pop, you know what I'm saying? Um, and doing people are tuning into them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I think at a certain point to where you put your name out there further than it can get mm-hmm. for your people, and then you start dropping stuff. It's kind of like you're in the main, inst- uh, main industry. You know what I'm saying? So basically you got to basically get your foot in the door with the reggae side of things and then once you get popping do whatever you want to do with that per se it's kind of like what we're we're doing as r&b artists where we want to we want the r&b crowd to come out you know what i'm saying but we gotta keep working and working working and then i think we have it's more of like a relevance thing we have to be up to par with everybody else that's out there so once we get once we get signed and once we do those things that we feel like the people are going to get drawn to mm. and then we come out with the stuff that we really want to do which is which is R&B and and right. soulful music that I would really love to put out and people would you know grab on that like culturally wise you think like but culturally, you know R&B yeah. R&B you know is is mostly black people that's where <clears> that's <throat> yep. where you would quote unquote say it stems from mm-hmm. R&B blues all that type of stuff so for you being mm-hmm. a Samoan in the game, pursuing the R&B field, do you feel like your peers of other races are looking at the polys like, this is our lane, so get in where you fit in? Or do you feel like it's a, it's a level playing field, it's just that 
you guys are held back from pursuing it. Yeah, I feel like uh, <clears throat> on the second part you said it was more of it's more of the comfortability of people. Like I think I really think our people are just comfortable yeah. with island reggae. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm comfortable with R and B. Right. There's no disrespect to reggae because I love reggae. I listen to it all the time, mm-hmm. but I just n- don't choose to do it. Every now and then, we'll probably tap into that. Um, shout out to Doc, man. Doc, uh, good looking out shout for out, Shout out to him, saying? bro. Um, every time I, we tap into reggae, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily that hard island reggae that w- that everybody would want to listen to. Mm. We try to tap into, like, the Caribbean style or, you know what I'm saying? Like, something closer to that so it's more marketable for other ears to hear, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Not just the island reggae. I think, I think it goes <clears> back to what Jones was talking about. Like, R&B, not sugarcoat anything, is a black thing. It's black culture. Mm-hmm. People, like, when you sing, when, when they sing about it, bro, and they're, they're like, like they're, their voices and where they're from, they talk about their background, talk about the hardships that they come through. Mm-hmm. Like, half of the country can actually relate to that. The other half just coming in because the melody is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think with our people, it's not because we're comfortable Right, we comfortable mm-hmm. with island reggae. I think we just scared to come into that, like, yo, R and B's not us. But right. I see your dumbasses over there on YouTube singing like all these R and B songs sound just as good <laughs> as a black person. For me, right. not just Polynesians. I mean, everybody particular. I see Asians, other backgrounds, Hispanics. They singing I mean, these songs, but I it's think, like I think this even go back to our episode when we talked about culture. Yeah, I don't want to call it culture uh, appropriation, but if R and B is quote unquote a black thing. How the polys may feel, oh, that's they thing, we got our thing, but say a black person wanted to come into your realm and start popping off on songs like the poly community <clears> make, <throat> mm-hmm. would, how would they get looked at? You know what I'm saying? I think that I really... with R&B <clears throat> and music being so universal, to me, race shouldn't really matter because look at hip-hop. But what you I'm got... saying but what I'm saying is they scared. They scared to jump into it. You feel me? I mean, it's it's not, not David in particular because he's doing For R&B sure. himself. And I, and I can tell you right now um, that a black person, if it, if she he, she or he came into our island reggae field, they would get praised. As long as yeah. that shit bop, bro, you feel me? Bro, as long as that shit good, bro. Latasha Lee, Latasha Lee, Latasha Lee would come in mm-hmm. town, and now she found out what how much support Polly's do for her. She don't even do reggae, bro. Mm. But she, what's her name again? Say that. Latasha Lee. Let us know some stories, bro. We trying to bro. hear. She yeah, comes out. Know. She comes out. I I forget what state she's from, but she started popping off these Amy Winehouse type feels, right? Mm. And mm. and these Polly's were jumping on it all over the place. It wasn't even no reggae, but the fact that it was just a good feel to it, and she came to our Polly shows and performed. Uh, over Fiji, over J Bug, Common mm. Kings, she was popping, bro. It it's went it, takes, it went so far that she got a little poly tattoo on her arm. Mm. Is she even Polynesian? I'm not sure, but I know she's black. Oh, I'm not sure. She she's could a little be mixed. Bit. I mean, my daughter, she gonna have that issue coming up. She's mixed, black and Samoan, so you know she could be. Who knows? Got to talk to her. You I just I, mean? I just know when there's <laughs> when there's other cultures that tap into. The island, I want. I don't want to say reggae, but the island, poly, you know what I'm saying, realm. Mm-hmm. Polly's catch on to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's a different culture. With sure. our culture, we can all do this right now. We can just jump sure. on the beat, and it'll be a good feel uh, to That's them. why mm-hmm. music music is a universal form, bro. Music, music to me is something that can 
change your mood, change your day within a snap of a finger. So if it, the song is <clears> popping, it don't. It's been times I've heard songs and then later on somebody will tell me they ethnicity. But before I even knew it, I'm not even thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But once I find out, I actually see the face, I'm like, damn, that's him. But it's still dope. I yeah. can't. You can't. You yeah. can't beat the music. I mean, if the music coming out sounding <clears throat> a one. That's just what it is, and the yeah. world gonna gravitate to it. So it don't even matter what you look like or who you are. But I think that's more of a that's more of a personal thing. Yeah. I learned you know from the, I, mean? I learned from the get when I think a long time ago I recorded this record called Swagger Like Hers. I did it in the closet mm-hmm. with a uh, shout out to uh, uh, what's his name Envy Sick. Sorry. <laughs> He did the the record with us. I know I slipped on that one, but uh, we recorded in a closet, and and, and I was starting to sing, mm-hmm. but they were so used to that dun, 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 that mm. reggae feel, right? And I told them, no, nah, just do this, dun, 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 you know what I'm saying? And, and we started to Mellow get the, the feel of it, uh. right? And I started singing the verse, and they were like, I don't know, it doesn't sound too poly for me. Uh. So they so, already labeled it. Yeah, so I kind of like, I kind of thought about it. I was like, Polly, I, like, I don't even know what you mean on that. You know what I'm saying? So I just did the record. They passed it through, and then we dropped it, and it ended up being a hit. That's did you doubt yourself after that, though? No, because mm-hmm. I knew what I was doing. I knew I knew in my head, like, this is what I want to do. This is my verse. And that's crazy because with music and with anything in life, if you put your mind to it and you don't doubt yourself, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. You can push it as far and as. And I've can. heard, I've heard, just tapping back on you, mm-hmm. I've heard people tell me, tell me that, like, hey, I didn't even know that was you. I thought it was someone black. Trust me, bro. When I mean, Dini been telling me about that you sing and do your thing, bro. But every time I've been around you, I'm not focused on that. We just mm-hmm. kicking and having a good time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now today, I'm finally coming into your world like this, and yeah. from the songs I've heard. If I didn't know you or meet you, I would never know nothing but that this shit is good. Yeah. Just how I went back to say I would until I met you wouldn't even know oh this a Samoan dude on this mm-hmm. song. I wouldn't even thought that. Yeah. Cause I, I'm gonna be honest, one of the songs I heard, I said shit that could have been Tyrese. <laughs> like I'm gonna just be honest, bro. Like <clears throat> if if I didn't if I didn't know the name whatever, just play the song like that and this shit popping, bro. But it was it's pretty dope, bro. Appreciate you know what's it, wrong with our Polynesian people, and I'm gonna put it out there like that, bro is, yeah, we talked about being complacent, but I also think that we just want to get to the stage and that's it. Mm. Like, we don't shoot. We ain't shooting for the fucking stars. We shooting for the fucking rooftop and hoping we land on the grass. Because at the end of the day. Just at the yeah. end of the day, as long as your people's got your back. Exactly. And it's at a, at a book, local, yeah, yeah. as exactly. long as you're at a local bar and you singing, that yeah. makes you feel good. But... Really, at the end of the day, is that what you really want? Exactly. Because then that doesn't become your aspiration. That just becomes some a uh, hobby. Yeah. They're and the... to answer your question, Dave, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I think it is because they're not really shooting for the stars like that. Yeah. They just want to get on the level on on a stage at like a backyard boogie and just yeah and do their thing. <clears throat> I mean, where's that place we went to? The little spot. The uh, it's called Brothers out in Gardena. Yeah, Brothers. We was in there. That's I had went out to go, you know, support Gup, you know, suspect that. Yeah. So I went out there, and this was crazy because I was in there, and I even told them, I said, bro, I ain't never seen this many Samoans <laughs> at a function in my life, bro. Like, I'm the only nigga in the building, bro. Yeah. Like, all of them was in there just functioning, bro. I said, this is nuts because they had, I think, DJ uh, Noise. Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, DJ Noise was out yeah, there. Yeah, all of them was in town performing and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was like how you saying, 
they probably know that they, that community is gonna come out. I didn't really see other people out because they don't even know about it. Mm-hmm. What you think I don't that even made know them feel? About though? it be t- because of them, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What you think that made them feel though? Well, they peoples was there. It made them feel good. You feel me? I mean, of course, but it go back to what he's saying. Maybe that's their comfort zone. Exactly, but you we trying to saying? branch out of that, and that's what we're sure. trying to answer yeah, the question with. That, that's it's the like, question. Dog, you could feel comfortable <clears throat> with 40, 50 years in there, but like, if you're trying to branch out of different ethnicities, bro, you got to do something else. This is, you know what I love, bro? <clears throat> I love performing in L.A. or Hollywood. Right. Next week, I got a show on uh, on Tuesday at the okay. Mint in Hollywood. And no more. the only reason why I took that was because it was in Hollywood and it was, uh, no disrespect, there was no polys that I already know that, that are going to go. Because you know it's going to be a Because I know it's going to be all mixed. Sure. And yeah. that's where you find out where you stand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When, when there's a majority of the crowd is black, that's what I love. Because I but want them least, to hear us. But yeah. at least you're willing to jump out here and take these chances. Yeah. You're going to hit that stage and like you said, mm-hmm. you're going to get that feedback from the crowd. It don't matter what nobody talking about. Shoot. You hit that stage and seen that Bro, song. Bro, I went to New York. I went to New song. York and performed for uh, BET Music Matters, mm. right? Uh, they uh, they offered me the 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 gig. I jumped out there. I kid you not, all blacks performing and they were killing it. Mm-hmm. They had a full band. They had guitars, drummers, and what did I have? Just me and my guitar, right? And your underwear on. And my underwear, <laughs> with a slight. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh. <clears throat> He didn't, wasn't I jumped up there. Yeah, he, he, he. <laughs> hey, bro, let me tell you this story, man. The wrong way. I feel bro, it. I jumped up on stage and they were like, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Cali, David Thomas. I walk on stage and it was like quiet as hell. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I Bruh. I believe it. I believe it. Because everybody Bruh. was. They, <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, I walked up there and was like, it was and, one of, and I said the dumbest shit I could ever say on the stage. I was like, well, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get some laughs? They probably all. So we got a comedian nah, now, huh? Nah, bro. They just they Niggas just stood the crowd, there. Look at their homie. Like, they just stood there. Yeah. But as soon as I performed, that's when they oh, latched wow, huh? on, right? And then after I performed, all these other bands were going up, killing it. Right? Wait, hold up, hold up. But that's to music stop you. for you, though, bro. That's that's almost yeah. Like but most of these competitions. but this is where I was going. When, when, after I performed, this other band was killing it, right? And then they stopped in an interlude, and it was quiet. And dude in the back of me was like, hey, this dude right here just had his guitar. Why do y'all have a whole band? Mm. Bruh, Take my number though. down. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, just to stop looking out. A little bit, where, how did you get to to do that gig? Music, because I was performing in Hollywood. Mm. How'd you get that gig in Hollywood? Uh, how did I get that gig? I, I was I, well, actually a friend of my old management. They uh, ran this business this karaoke is like almost karaoke but they turned it into an open mic night Mm. right so every i think mondays or something we would go over there and i would every show we went to i was hesitant to jump on Mm. so we finally met the host which is blue shout out to blue um and he told me come to the rehearsals and just do a song. Now, now are you doing more shows in hollywood now and like branching out i'm not i've been m.i.a out of the scene for like two years now. So. But you, but you, once you're back on the scene, you're gonna be doing more shows in Hollywood and stuff. Hell so yeah. the reason why I'm asking this question, bro, is you got to do all these gigs where other ethnicities could actually see you, mm-hmm. mainly the br- black crowd, and our peoples who's probably doing. I don't know. Maybe they doing the R&B scene too, but they just can't get out there like that. Mm-hmm. I think 
also another reason why we can't get out there like that is markability. Mm. We ain't got that image, bro. Like, bro, you got a six pack. You no, I don't. Tick. <laughs> Some of these niggas are. You feel me? Some of us, bro, we no, looking, got watch, the dad vibes. <laughs> look, look, look. Not looking yeah. good. You feel I'm for so dad vibe out now, baby boy. But it's yeah. all good. But you, bro, when I watched the video when you had your braids and all that. Oh, when you knocked on the door. Oh, don't say some in. silly shit. No, no. You talking about full I'm attention? I'm too close to you yeah, right now. Like saying that. Okay, okay, full attention, bro. I'm watching it. I'm saying, yeah, this this dude right here, like he ready, he ready for for fame, baby. Like mm. you, I'm not looking at you like a Samoan. To be honest, in the in the video, if nobody told me, I wouldn't even thought you was, bro. To be honest, look Arab huh? from the <laughs> from the, we talking about from the vocals to the look, the swag, like you look the part, bro. Like you doing what you do, like like how you said marketability, yeah. like even for like hip hop, mm -hmm. for a poly to get into hip hop, the marketability is does the look even match what he's saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's got to be the same for y'all feel for the R&B mm -hmm. or the reggae scene. Like, do you think that they they know that they can fit the part, look the part doing the reggae or the R&B is just something they don't feel like they can actually look the part? I really don't think uh, nowadays uh, in our generation looks matter now. Mm. I really feel like that. You see these fools out here rapping with tattoos on their face, you know what I'm saying, out of shape. But see, that's hip hop though, but, bro. <clears throat> R and B, I think, is something different because, you know, you always it's always yeah. the sexy look. But I feel, R &B I, I really feel like you know nowadays I mean? is all about the swag. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you got the swag, I mean, look at Khalid. But but mm. yeah yeah true that. But does it matter though? It does matter I, because if you have a management team, like you said, you wouldn't have got these gigs if it wasn't at for that your management. Point, at that point, I think it matters to have a support team, to have exactly. a, a management and If you team. don't have the right markability, mm -hmm. like look at these poly dudes. They probably got their uncle who's been scratching his balls the whole day talking about, <laughs> I know music, I know dudes, and he take you to the local board, and that's all they sing in that yeah. is the local board. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have that markability, not just the look like you was talking about because people really don't look at the looks nowadays, but if you don't have people pushing you out to these venues. Yeah. Or you spreading think, your music knowing you R&B. <clears throat> I don't think you'll get anywhere. Yeah, but it, it also takes yourself, too. You got to push yourself and, and put your name out there. Um, yeah, that's that's, mostly, that's mostly what I was doing when I was under management. I was pretty much under the computer every day, all night. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Promoting, promoting, promoting. You thinking make, most of our policies is doing that, too? Um, I don't know. You maybe, can be honest, bro, I, like you think? I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't seen anybody like that, no. But it goes back to what you said yourself, like... Yeah, we could we could sit here and talk this and that all day about this and that because it don't matter because if you doing different than the other dude, your results gonna be different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so that go with anything. If I wake up every day at four and this dude wake up at two in the morning, he already two hours ahead of me. He probably did some shit that I didn't even think about yet. Mm -hmm. Now he's way ahead of me. That's why every day I wake up before the sun up, bro. No matter what's going on, because. I don't know if we worried about our, the competition or we just focused on making ourselves a better. Because mm -hmm. like you saying, you sitting on your computer doing this, doing that all day, trying to get your shit out there. The other dude probably at the crib kicking back, playing the video games and shit. Now you 10 miles ahead of this dude. Mm -hmm. So for you to continue to do what you do and progress, you got to just continue to do that, bro. Because worrying about what everybody else is doing, 
you got to make your step and then show these niggas, oh, now this the blueprint. Let's follow his blueprint. You know what I mean? Because we all got people that we look up to or watch and be like, damn, I wish I could mimic that. But I heard somebody say one time, your story can never be like that man's story. You yeah. can see everything that man has, yeah. but don't mean it's built for you. Mm-hmm. You don't really know all the ins and outs that it took for that one person to actually maneuver and do all the shit he did to get to where he got. Yeah. Like, we, I can't sit here in this podcast, get your entire everyday-to-day life story. Mm-hmm. That's not really my business, bro. But you just telling us how hard you work, and we see it, see the proof. That's what it's about. Yeah. I don't think everybody think like you, Jones. You feel me? Like, I don't think, like, if I listen to R&B, I think R&B as low. It's, it's, a, it's a black thing, bro. Like, I love hearing it, and I think it's a black thing. If I you say, oh, this white dude sing R&B, I'm really going to scoot that shit to the side. But at the end of the yeah. day, bro, R&B. I really look, Like, that's, that's how I feel it. But the, no, that's, I understand. You feel me? I understand, because, like, R&B to me, I, I was talking to homie about it. I feel like it, it's almost died out because you listen to the radio, we really don't hear much R&B, bro. Not no more. It's just like pop, hip-hop type shit. It's not necessarily R&B because everybody harmonizing on their songs now, trying to sound like they doing something, but they not really singing, singing. Mm-mm. Like a Chris Brown or somebody. Like I just heard that new joint with Chris Brown and uh, Drake. Now that shit fire. Like When that shit come out, that's something to listen to R&B side-wise. So when we talk about R&B, hip-hop, yeah, I guess if you say you see the person first, it might change your mind. But let's just put the music out first, and then we get to that shit later. Because I'm going to judge you based. As soon as you press play, mm-hmm. that shit don't catch my ear, dog, then I'm off you anyway. So so yeah. off of what you said, do you think, Dave, that because you are not of, because you're a different ethnicity, right, because we don't stem from the R&B, uh, I guess, genre, do you think you have to work ten times harder? Um, honestly, no. I feel like uh, because of my ethnicity, people latch onto that shit when they hear my music and find out what culture I am. I've I've known a lot of people from, you know, from Akon to you know what I'm saying. They they hear what what we're doing, mm. and it's more interesting to them. You know what I'm saying. So, do you think it's true what I said earlier about our people? It's just, we just being lazy. We ain't got the market skills. Uh, we just uh, comfortable with where we are. I think it's more of, uh, I think it's more of a lack of information, lack of, mm. you know what I'm saying? Lack of, uh, lack of resources. Resources, too, yeah. Mm. And, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that come with that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, and it's time, money and, and investing a lot of time and money. And, um, I think that's what took me to Australia was because I was, marketing myself every day every night uh i was hungry for it i was hitting him up every day what's up let's work let's work let's work Mm -hmm. and he was all for it and that's why it brought me to australia and it was just off of one single bro i went back there with one single four times australia and new zealand off of that one single hey sometimes all it takes is one song that's the whole thing so yeah i think i really think it's a lack of resources and then on top of that we're our young youth were so were so drawn to this island reggae at an early age that that's all we know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's all we know. We go to the poly shows. Hey, well, you hear about that show? You know, uh, what is it? That it's, funny, Blue, it's funny you say House that, of Blues. Yeah, yeah, you go in, you go in, yeah. you go in. Like, everybody's going. Like, just the, just the same, no, the same three on, spots. Yeah, David, just when, you say, when you say that, bro, like I was telling him a couple of weeks ago, the Samoan culture, you guys... Uh, 
are more connected to that because y'all parents was actually most of y'all parents actually lived in Samoa before they came here. Mm-hmm. So the culture, y'all not that far removed from y'all culture. So if y'all parents is showing y'all this type of music, taking y'all to these type of shows, that's because that's really what they know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because like for us, for black people, we miles removed from our culture. We don't even know. We don't even know where we started from. We just know we black. Yeah. Like that's 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 something that I battle with, knowing that. Like I told him, at least you able to touch your culture, mm-hmm. like in the home, your house, your grandma, your mom, your dad. They still they still around to give you that. We don't have that. Most I know, I can say all my people from the south or they from the Midwest. That's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what island they came from, what traditional music they listen to. All I know is what blacks do. So you what you what so what you trying to say is he should go back to reggae? It's not that, bro. Because what he was saying was. Everybody is always so used to going to these shows because y'all was getting dragged to these songs to these shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as a kid, you absorbing that, so maybe that's why you um, relate more to making that kind of music. Of course, it's that's, more. That's probably yeah, how that's they get where the, That's where the comfortability is. <clears throat> exactly. And, and, and I talked to this uh, one of the homies. His name's Jay Taj. Uh, I spoke to him just a couple of days ago at the Dash Radio, and we were we. I kind of brought the podcast up. Hey, we're gonna. I'm gonna be doing this thing. You know, this is this is a subject, and he was like, he was like, oh, you, I'll tell you one thing, and he was like, uh, he was like, it's just because they don't do what we do, bro. He was like, they just don't do R and B, they do reggae, and that's we can't argue with that. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but I feel like, you know, there's more to it. I feel like we need mm-hmm. to tap in there and kind of open this the the younger youth's minds to where they can explore different things they can explore uh, r&b if they if it's not for them you can hop back what you want but i feel like we have the potential to jump out there and, you know yeah, what i'm saying sure. and have that stardom especially these young cats man like if they looking up to somebody like you they automatically jumping into the gate into that realm of, of music mm-hmm. so they're gonna be more prone to what they want to start making music this the level they're gonna be on yeah so i think it's gonna be most things take so much time to like change because it's really the generational thing. Yeah. I say every 10, 20 years, shit might change up. So you got to just think of it like this. You're one of the first to jump into this level like this. So what comes next? You do great things. The rest of these young niggas, they're going to look at you and want to follow that path. And maybe in 30, 40 years, we're having a conversation of why ain't we doing reggae no more. You know what I'm saying? It'll, that's that'll be the conversation. Like, damn, we just... We all the way off that now. We on this now. Like mm-hmm. that could really be a thing. So I say just keep doing what you're doing, dog. Yeah. yeah. So the main question is here: Why do most polys do island reggae? And we I just think we explained. On it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We for sure. You you certainly not on that level of like you know you you doing the right steps and you taking the proper steps. And I really right I feel like right I feel like all these polys they have the right steps. I just think they just have the. the the lack of resources, you know what I'm saying? So you think because you think the, just the voice alone yeah, is going to just mean, take them? The big names are the big names. That's automatic, right? But it's, I mean, it's yes. more of the guys that are trying to get back in it. What you think American Idol is, these people are unknown. So I've seen some R&B artists that are unknown. trash, bro. I've, I don't have an ear, you feel me? I ain't got an ear for music like that. But I've seen some R&B artists that can't hit a note to save their life. But because they marketable, they got the right team. Mm-hmm. They famous. I mean, let's think about it. In, the, in like, I think that's more hip hop. I think singers, 
you really got to either push yourself or you got somebody in the control room like really hitting some buttons nigga because I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't you know what I'm saying you got a team bro you, like you just get in there talk sounding like me and you come out sounding like fucking uh, genuine something mm. ain't right mm. you know I don't sound like that bro <laughs> <laughs> you know so I'm pretty sure that's a the truth a thing, lies bro. in live performance <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah bro cause when it's time to get out there with uh, no backtrack plan you yeah, don't really you see your true stage, colors yeah They'll be like, you know what? I ain't feeling good tonight, bro. I'm going to uh, take this night <laughs> off, bro. I'm good. And to tap, to tap in, this isn't n- no disrespect to reggae, Island Reggae, because we love reggae, right? We love reggae. That's our thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Polly's is just more of because reggae is here, it brings family together, unity. Yeah, you feel me? It's neutral. Everybody taps into it. So I feel like it's just some. For our polys are always here. We can always get together, <laughs> always see our old people, you know what I'm yeah. saying, our, our our friends, family at, at the show events and stuff. So, Hell yeah, that's the culture. And if you feel like I'm dis- disrespecting you as a Polynesian, just know I'm not. Yeah. I just have to do a yin yeah, and yang just, thing with, with, with Jones. Yeah. We're just sparking the conversation yeah. about whether or not you being poly means you got to just stay boxed in. Mm-hmm. And, and if you feel the answer to way, that bro. is no. You know what I'm saying? Don't feel bad if somebody else out here singing hella good. Yeah. Just just accept it. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't feel some type of way because if you do, you lazy. But Shut my question up. to you, though, David, like, I kind of want to, like, switch gears a little bit. Um, when I started really researching your music, I saw, like, a gap. And I want to ask you... The gap from the time for your music making to now, what is during that time frame? What was going on with you, and what inspired you now to actually get back active and doing your thing? I think it's always been there. Um, even when I took a break, I would always come back every now and then with Doc and get together and be like, you know, what, what can we do? What are we gonna do? And then um, that whole break, a whole lot of things happened in between. Then um, it was. I started a family, you know what I'm saying? I got married, so life um life happened, but as an as an artist, as all of us being artists, it, it, it can never be an excuse, you mm. know what I'm saying? Because I've been falling out and I honestly have been not been on it the way I should be, the way I used to be, you know what I'm saying? And and that I'm trying to slowly transition back in and get back in it. So, we've been working for the past couple months, actually for the past year and a half now um on music you know what i'm saying so Dope. we have a lot of things coming up so as far as the gap how how i feel now what how i am where my mm-hmm. head's at um i feel like a lot of trueness is coming out now you know what i'm saying a lot of true feelings because uh now I, now i have different options right I got, I got a different feel of life you know what i'm saying i got my son yeah, I think so, life alone can change up a man's perspective. So mm-hmm. that's uh, I'm glad to hear that, bro. So I know you got your son, your wife, all those things, bro. Like, do is your support system strong enough to where <clears throat> you could get out here and pursue this if 100%, bro? Honestly, no. My support, my my support, uh, kind of disappeared. Mm. But um, you know, I've been out. I mean, I don't right. mind it. Yeah, that's not something that I'm worried about right now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if they come, they come. But my main thing is more of putting content out. You know what I'm saying, and uh, making sure people got something to listen to and watch. 
So, yeah, because you know we living in a world now where shit popping today, everybody gonna be around. Yeah. But let you take a week off all of a sudden they like, what happened to this nigga? Mm-hmm. What you mean, bro? Like, yeah. I really got, like and you they said, have, life happens, yeah. dog. They have every right. To handle. They have every right to talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what makes it interesting when you keep continuing to do what you do. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> I mean, if you great at what you do, it don't matter how long you take to come back, bro. That's true. It's always you're gonna come back even better because, like you said, them life experiences. And music is about that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I love music. I can listen. Music takes me into a place that nothing else can take me because yep. I'm listening to the stories, to the pain, the happiness, all these things yep. mixed in to keep me going. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm, I can't wait to hear the project, whatever you're going to put out soon, bro. Because it's my first love. From for what sure. you're telling me right now, I can tell whatever's coming, baby, it's <clears throat> going to be nice. It's yeah. Gonna be nothing. Yeah, it's going to be coming soon. We got a summer joint coming out, a video. So we got some things going on. Dope, 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 man. I mean, if you want to talk about anything else right now, we can, bro. Or we can just, you um, know. Got any, just, any, anything coming up soon? That that was it. We're, just, we're dropping the video soon. Uh, it's called Getaway to my new single coming out. Uh, future of my Get brother. Away. You yep. hear that? That from ain't my... for me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was an Asian man who just seen that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my brother, DZS. Uh, love you, bro. Um, shout out to Doc. Love you, bro. We've been working together for years now, so mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're really in tune of what we want from each other and uh, what what I can give. You know what I'm saying, and and what he can deliver. So I think our teamwork is just latched in, man. So it's never gone away. Uh, even with the break, we come back and you know make a hit. It don't even matter. That's uh, how it should be, though, bro. Last thing, I'm 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 gonna be a a part of a host. Um, I'm hosting a show, new show called Eats and Beats with the uh, the barbecue show, okay. which is the Island Block Radio, dope, um, dope. Island Block TV episode. So okay. they just dropped their first first one with Lay of Love. Uh, it came out dope. Nice, awesome. Pre- the episode is pretty much gonna involve uh, taking artists out or celebrities or you know athletes. It doesn't matter who it is. Take them out to eat to the restaurants, promoting the restaurants. Sounds good, you know man. Pretty soon, y'all, y'all going to have to come check out my sister, Big Mama's Cakey's. You know what I'm saying? All day. A minute and that's, cheese cakes. That's the main reason why, that's the main reason why we're doing this. <laughs> that's the main reason why we're doing this. So I'll keep that in mind. We, we I think, uh, I think what, I, what I take from this episode, and not to get all crazy and sentimental, but not just music alone is, yo, like, life can hit you, and it can hit you hard, whatever you're going through. But as long as you stay focused on the task at hand and what you want to do, what you want to pursue, mm-hmm. and you stick to it, I mean, sky's the limit. You go wherever you want, and you can make it happen. But yeah. you just got to stick to it. And I think not just Polynesian people, but everybody as well, is once life hits us, we, we take a step back, and we keep going back. Like, yo, and we keep doing, why me, why me, why this, yeah. why this? We start making yeah. excuses and pointing fingers, and we get away from the passion that we want. Mm-hmm. But I think you are an inspiration, Dave. Appreciate it. Because you came back into the fold and you're doing what you love. You're doing what you want to do with Doc and with this this beautiful studio we in. And um, man, I I just I, I just pray for the best. I just Appreciate hope you get it out there, bro. You feel me? Thank you, man. Yeah, bro. I just want to say thanks for sitting down with us today, bro. Um, it's been a pleasure, a joy. Beautiful studio setup, bro. So. This Bob alone got me ready to go sing a song, bro. So <laughs> I, I know for a fact you're gonna be in here dropping some bombs, bro. Oh, Sister Mary Clarence, and we, <laughs> and we, see, and we. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Well, we're going to be ready whenever you ready, bro. So when, when it drops, just let us know. You know we're here to support, bro. Appreciate it, man. From day one, and we're going to continue to do it, bro. And um, just thank you and, you know, continue and much success to you, bro. And continue to be great, bro. Straight Shout out up. to you guys too, man. Yeah. Spark that talk. You Spark that me? talk. It's your boy Jones. Your boy Diddy. I'm gonna turn the phone another level. Link up with hey, the bodies hey. and you know they owe the metal. Put up in the drop top, candy paint chef. Who so got the plug for me? Three gallons of any, and we on tonight. Plus all the women feel the fire. We eating over here, girl. You know we do it right. You only live once, that's the model. So take the drink down like there's no tomorrow. Just wanna get away for a little. I need a break from all the drama for a little. I'll spend my money on the night for a little. Just to get away from life for a little. Cause we don't know what day we gon' lay down. So I'm gon' tell the wait to swing another round. This is my time to be selfish. Some type of a way, feeling some type of a way. I'm sipping this bottle away, sipping this bottle away. This liquor is filling me up, and I got the buzz in. Feeling good, and I ain't trying to deal with another bullshit. Cause it all falls on me. Every time that I'm around, it's just. Yeah, my fire is fat clouds, better rhythm for me, and for the vibe of the love tones destiny, use a fool if you question me, I refuse to reply, why I try when I love the girl next to me, I'm only just a I'm man, only just a man. understand, I've been from the street, oh, yeah. you can trust me as a trust man, me as a man. Yeah. keep it in my chest till there's nothing left, in and out the bed, but I know yeah. you got the best. Yeah.